You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. I'm actually just curious this, about, you know, why you entered the Christian niche specifically. What was it that attracted you to that? And like, what's different about the Christian niche um, in general? Mm, that's a good question. So I think I just kind of, I didn't, nothing really attracted me to it. I think really, I just kind of fell into it because uh, I wrote that offer, The Shepherd's Diet, which, which uh, you know, wasn't the, the idea wasn't mine you know, Hey, and it, you know, probably wasn't even the offer owners because, you know, Christian diet offers have been around. I think the maker's diet will buy, uh, was it Jordan Rubin back in the nineties? Uh, I know there probably was one back in the eighties. So like, it's been around for a while. It's nothing unique about it. Um, you know, the way that I executed on it was unique. Um, and that's what made it ultimately made it, uh, you know, successful. So, um, yeah, I just kind of fell into it by doing that offer. And, you know, I grew up in a Christian home, like in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So like, it's like right smack in the Bible belt. So I grew up like going to church, you know, three times a week, Sunday morning, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights. So like, I spent a lot of time around pastors and like, you know, heard, you know, thousands of sermons over the course of my, you know, early life. Uh, so I think that put me like, I understood, I understand the psychology, like, like I, my parent, you know, my, cause a lot of time the, the demographic is, is my family, my parents, especially. Okay. Um, so anytime, and especially this, they're kind of like my secret weapon. Anytime I have a challenge, I'm like, I'm going to go talk to mom and dad and see what, you know, see what they have awesome. to say. And I'll just, it's just like a shortcut. It's like, like the game genie for, for copy and, and like different beliefs. So, um, you know, that, that probably, has helped me perform. And then just be having the success of doing that said, well, why not? Like, and I've done other offers and other niches that aren't Christian that have done, you know, decently well. Um, but it's just, I think that, uh, that's, that's why we've done it. I think that answers that part of the question. Now what's different about that market, right? Like that's the part you want to know as well. Right. Yeah. Like what's, cause I mean, I, I have been seeing, uh, and again, maybe it's because I'm talking to Julian and sometimes when you like, like when I wanted to buy a white car, I just kept seeing white cars everywhere. So it's kind of the same thing. I'm like, is it because I'm noticing it more mm-hmm. or is it just becoming a trend now that I'm seeing a lot more like offers geared towards Christians? So there's a couple of ways to look at it. I think it's just, um, there's a, there's a good, really good book copy slash marketing book by Eugene Schwartz called Breakthrough Advertising. I'm sure you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a part of the book where he talks about like the different stages of awareness in a market, right? I, I, I don't know if I remember all the stages, but I think the final stage is, gosh, I know if any copywriters are going to be watching this, they're going to call me out if I get it wrong. But um, <laughs> I think it's identification. Like they identify with the person who is, uh, selling a product, right? Because you have like, okay, so like the first stage is just like promise, making a promise. Like, uh, hey, uh, an example of that would be, you know, lose 25 pounds. And so yeah. when, when that type of marketing message gets perpetuated in the market, the market savvies up and goes, well, I've heard that before. Like lose 25 pounds, everyone says that, right? Yeah. So it might be like, 
Then in the next level, there might be like micro levels in between these stages, right? Like move 25.7 pounds or whatever, lose a hundred pounds. Like, and then it becomes like unbelievable. If it's unbelievable, people won't buy it. Right. So, so if you've gone to the limits of believability on that first stage, what I can't remember what it is, but it's something to do with making promises, then you've got to go to the next stage, which is like, okay, so how can we make this more unique? And then they say, okay, well, let's add a mechanism, something that's different, right? So it's all about the unique mechanism or the unique way in which this product solves a problem. So lose 25 pounds by eating uh, Garcinia Camboya or whatever it's called, right? Yeah. There's a unique <laughs> mechanism. And then there's like, and then there's like maybe more authority, like, hey, doctor reveals uh, secret fruit for losing whatever. So there's different stages. And then I think, you know, you get the picture. So there's this, there's just this evolution of awareness and people savvy the market savvies up and you've got to try different strategies of uh, giving your product or offer the perception of being something new, unique and revolutionary. So yeah. uh, I think the Christian thing is just a, a, a byproduct of that. It's like the identification parts, like, well, we're going to show you how to do this, but we're going to do it in a way that's biblically uh, relevant or biblically sound or whatever. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's just that. So that's one way of looking at it um, of why, you know, why you might see more offers like that. Um, do you think it's other, become more popular or like, or it's just, it's always been there. We just haven't noticed it as much. I think it's become more popular because it, it definitely in the, the age of digital marketing, it's, a, there's a lot of like, Hey, they're doing that. Let's do it too. Right. Like we've been, people have tried to rip us. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a you know free market where everyone can do whatever they want, but yeah. um, like, like uh, I think people just see it works and then, Hey, let me try it. Maybe they're going to do a biblical, uh, I don't know, like a biblical golf offer. I don't know. Um, <laughs> So I think, I think people see it working they just try it and it may work. It may not. I think another thing that's, okay. So, so I do have context around like how the customers are different, right? Because that's interesting because this is something that was actually surprising for me to hear. It's, It's not surprising after like, it's, yeah, it is surprising because Shara, I'll tell you what it is. So like, on the customer service side, I was talking to an actual, uh, you know, someone we brought in to help evaluate our customer service and listen to phone calls. And so he listened to hundreds of calls and he said, and he's seen a lot of different companies. Like, look, this market with Christians, for whatever reason, they're very nice people, right? Like, so they're very easy to deal with in terms of refunds, chargebacks. Uh, whereas we had another business uh, like the ED side and it was just like, non it wasn't christian so it was just very people were uh, more aggressive hostile yeah. yeah more aggressive so you know maybe it's a man versus you know men and women thing or maybe it is a christian thing where he stuff like a lot of these people are salt of the earth like you know people who really want to do you know they, they really do believe in the gold rule doing to others as you would want them to do unto you so yeah. i think that has helped the economics of the business because they've been so easy to work with on the back end with refunds and chargebacks. So it helps the, you know, helps everything. It helps the bottom line. Oh. So that's something that's interesting uh, that I've, I've learned. Do you find, do, do you find Andrew that like the same principles apply to any niche that you would like, like the same things, like, would you be able to say you would kill it with an offer that's geared towards, I don't know, um, Greek Orthodox or, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, they're Greek Orthodox or Christian. Uh, I'm just like saying any, that because that's where religious- we would- yeah, like any religious yeah. or any type of like just very niche, um, you know, market. Like I, I can't really yeah, I, people who love golf or something. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. 
You know, I don't know. I mean, I think the answer is I just don't know. I mean, in order to do that, I'd have to try to do something like Greek Orthodox offer and tell you, you know, I mean, that, that <laughs> I'll not proofread be for big. you. <laughs> yeah. What's great about the Christian market is that it's, it's so big, you know, like, I don't know what the statistics is. There was like some poll done um, that showed that like 70 something percent of Americans identify, self-identify as Christian, even if they don't go to oh, church, wow. they still have, yeah, they still have that, that, that tie because we have a lot of yeah. our parents that kind of brought us to church and, and did the yeah. religion thing for us. So even, even if we're not super religious, I think even like yeah. I have a lot of friends around and me and stuff, everybody still has some kind of like belief that, you know, yeah. you're going to heaven and all that stuff. Yeah. It is, even if they don't, if they're not practicing. So that's why I like about it. And the fact, and it's also ingrained in American culture. Like American culture is very Protestant. Like there's a yeah. lot of Christian elements in it. And I are just, so you're, you're hitting it. It's yeah, it's, it just fits really well with the psychographic profile of most Americans. So that's what I think. So I don't know if, if, if a Greek, you know, um, Orthodox one would, would do it well with this part of the you know, United States and if it, it might do well in a different part of the world, but the population in the, the amount of money, the, uh, you know, money, uh, free cash flowing in that market might limit it. Right. So it may not perform yeah. as well. Right. Yeah. No, so, I'm just, it's more like a general thing. Like I'm wondering, like, do the same, let's say, would you, would you approach another niche uh, in the same kind of method that you approach the Christian niche, like using the same type of research that you do in the same, or yeah. would it like what you would? Okay. So it's just well, kind I, of I picking say, your target and, and researching yeah. it well and kind of going through the mechanics of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think, and also some, sometimes through that research, you might find that it's not a good mark, market to go after because there's just not enough money in it. Right. Because that mm -hmm. determines, you know, yeah, like I wouldn't go after Christian, like Christian dog, dog market, because that probably wouldn't be, you know, probably it's not relevant, you know, it might, yeah. who, knows, it might who knows, it might actually be. Um, <laughs> There's another $20 million dollar idea. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think what's really, would be really cool is a Christian. I mean, it's, this is not nothing, anything revolutionary. This is something that Julian and I are probably going to, I think I can say this. Um, <laughs> Ooh, that, juicy that stuff. <laughs> might be, might, depending on if we can get the, the guru, depending, we might be parlaying into the Christian finance market. Okay. So, yeah. So that would be interesting. Hope you found today's session valuable. If you have any questions for me or just want to connect, please feel free to visit my website, mariasparagis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-A-G-I-S.com. I'd love to hear what you're working on. So drop me a line on any hot button issues your business is experiencing. And remember, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. <laughs>